and Sex and Sensuality, the podcast, where we speak what your dirty mind thinks. We are here every Monday night at 9 p.m. chatting about tantalizing topics that most won't dare say aloud. Okay, hello, hello, and welcome to Sex and Sensuality, the podcast. And I am your host, Miss Nika Nicole. And this podcast is where we speak what your little dirty mind thinks. And I have my two new co-hosts I'm so excited to introduce you to. I have Miss Janelle. And Janelle, what do you want to go by? Because I see your name is different on your profile. Yes, it is Janelle. Okay. But I'm starting my own little stuff and trying mm-hmm. to come into my new 50s. So I yes. changed my name or added to Black Phoenix 50 because I need yes. people to, to see that this is what 50 can look like, honey. As you take care of yourself, we don't have to look like our grandmothers were when they was in their 50s. <laughs> Girl, I know that's right. And you look damn good, honey. You look I'm fabulous. So Thank girl. you. Thank you. So our other co-host is Miss Tavi. Welcome, Tavi. Hello, hello. How are you? Doing? How are y'all feeling about joining this show? And what do you feel like you want to bring to the show? I I'm really excited. I always said like I should do podcasting because I have tons of opinions about a lot of things. <laughs> and I think it's great to see like you know three women bouncing ideas off of each other and the camaraderie and. We all have different life stories. So seeing our opinions and coming from our life stories and our life experiences. So I'm excited. It's really fun. I'm excited too. What about you, the Black Phoenix? <laughs> I am ecstatic about this project and so grateful that you took the time to, you know, spend time with us on the calls and trying to see if we were a fit. So I'm so grateful for that and excited about the topics that we're going to discuss, you know, like she said, in our heads, you know, if you're listening to your shows in the past or even mm-hmm. things that we watched on TV, you always have so many opinions. You're like, girl, I would not have done that. And it's just so, so to be able to have my voice heard, I'm excited. I'm so excited too. I feel like y'all are going to be a great fit. So tonight's topic, guys, is fantasizing. <laughs> Me and my word play tonight. Fantasizing. <laughs> about another lover while you're having sex with your partner and it doesn't even have to be a lover someone you've had sex with before let's just say fantasizing about someone else while you're having sex with your partner is it right is it wrong do we consider that cheating have you done it those are the things we want to discuss tonight but first let's get into our juicy topic so my juicy juice tonight it's all about Mr. Big from Sex in the City, mm-hmm. which his real name is Chris North or Chris Noth. Mm-hmm. Let me double check. Nah. I think it's Noth. Noth. Yeah. So Chris Noth. It's all about him. He has been accused of sexual assaulting three women, I believe it is. Was it three? Yes. Okay. So yeah, three women. A third woman just came out last mm-hmm. week accusing him of sexual assault but guess what i found out what but back in the day he used to date the model oh my god what is her name oh jesus because it was just on (laughs) my favorite source the shade room he used to date beverly johnson and she had a temporary restraining order against him 
in mm. the 90s. Oh. Because she said that he was abusive in verbally and physically. And so they went to court. No, first, no one believed her. Mm. They went to court. And you know the, how that is. I know, right? And the judge um, ended up granting her a temporary restraining order. And I think everything just resolved from all of that, like very recent, like 2016, 2017. Oh, wow. I That's know. a long time. I know. I know. That's like 20 years. 20? <laughs> yeah. It, it's been this long standing thing against them that they had been going through. And so he, because at the time he was like really big on some show. I can't remember the show he was on at the time. So people were like, him, I know he didn't sexually assault her. And so no one really believed her. It. She even said that he threatened to kill her. And wow. the Inquirer did do a story on it. But yeah, it was a big, big, big thing. So now she's mm. saying like, I tried to tell y'all about mm-hmm, him mm-hmm. and y'all did not listen. So wow. I don't know, what are y'all thoughts? Like, it, it just, it astounds me. It astounds me because, you know, he was such a big figure on Sex and the City in the original version mm-hmm. of it. And then, of course, he came back in just like that, the new reboot. And he was in all the movies. Right. Yeah. All the movies. Right. Yeah. yeah I yeah. would say for me, I'm not surprised at how they handle things because, unfortunately, in the day and age that we are in, mm-hmm. women's voices when it comes to sexual assault is always questionable. It's yeah. always mm-hmm. a question on our side. Mm-hmm. And the men or the person that is being accused, it's always, I, w- I won't say always, I want to be specific in my words. Majority of the time, their word is taken as gospel. And yeah. we're always the one in question, mm-hmm. especially when you have someone that's sitting in a position of power and stardom right because these people bring in money and we Uh know that this is what makes the world go round and so of course for them it's easier to ignore the facts take whatever narrative is out there Uh run with that one and all most of the time the one that is on the men's side than the woman's so to hear that it's taken 20 years just for a case that happened back in that's insane you know yeah. but we got to think back in the 90s we really didn't have a voice nothing that we said <clears throat> those songs were ever taken as truth you know yeah. you could be walking around with a garbage bag on and somebody turn around and assault you and they'll turn around and say oh that didn't happen so mm-hmm. that doesn't surprise me it's just sad that here we are again another famous man in the limelight in a very popular show once again is doing something that has belittled us as women and the thing is i haven't even heard that much more about it except that the women that have accused him but what's really going on with it what's really going on with the case we heard a lot when it's our men right the black men more we Mm -hmm. they'll get it out all the story out there but i really haven't heard that much about him i think it's been out there i think it's just you know, a lot of times we're not paying attention. We're just not paying mm-hmm. attention. Because I didn't know it either until I was, I don't, I don't know what I was reading. Oh, actually, I was reading about the reboot of the show. And then, of course, you know how they have all the stories that follow. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. was one of the stories that follow. But of course, he denies it. So we right. don't know what is true or what's not true. But I just found it surprising that it was even 
that he also has experienced. You know, he's also someone that is being accused in this day and age of sexual assault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think what I feel happens, especially back in like the 90s and the 80s, because, you know, of course, that's where a lot, the majority of Bill Cosby's came mm-hmm. from. I just think that it was a different day and time, right? right. And people did different things. And sometimes your actions put you in a situation, not to say it's these women's fault, put them in a situation where they didn't think something like that could happen. And so when mm-hmm. it happens, they're like, it's hard for them to grasp and believe it until they get the nerve, you know, and it's like, you know, hold up. I really was sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. And it may have been something so minor as a touch in the behind or, right. you know, like some of them saying that Bill Cosby kissed them and stuff like that. It may not even have went as far as sex. But it's, I just think that you don't think that it could happen to you. Mm-hmm. And when it does, you kind of be in a little bit of a denial state of mind. Right. In and shock. Then, yeah. Denial and shock. And then years later, you realize like, no, that was wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting, interesting, interesting. Well, let's move on to our topic, guys. So have you ever fantasized about somebody else while having sex? And I'm going to tell y'all where it came from. So I was watching an episode of 20s that comes on BET. I love that show. But anyway, I was watching an episode of that. And the one of the young ladies, she's engaged to a guy. She just recently got engaged. She's been kind of feeling like, eh, eh, eh. She don't know if she really want to marry him or whatever. Well, she is an executive, like she works to bring TV shows and movies to the big screen. Mm-hmm. So she's working with this famous guy on the show to get his manuscript out there. Mm-hmm. And they had some chemistry. So he called her that morning, was talking to her on the phone, and he made some flippant comment, you know, that could have been an innuendo. And then her fiance ended up leaving. Then later on that night, it showed them having sex. So while they was having sex, she started thinking about that comment. Like first, she was just sitting there like bored, like ugh. <laughs> <laughs> ugh. <laughs> and then she started fantasizing about him, and she was like, oh. And she started getting into it mm-hmm. and all of that. And she started thinking about the little thing that he had, the comment he made, and she started getting all into it. And I was like, oh my goodness. And you know, I'm thinking. This whole fiance thinking that like, he really doing something. Right. <laughs> right. Assassin about old Pumping boy. up his chest. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm turning that thing up. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So what are your thoughts? Have y'all ever experienced anything like that? And Tavia, I'm going to come to you first. Okay. I will say for me, no. <laughs> I have not. I'm weird. Well, I'm not going to say weird, but like, I have to really feel in tune with my partner and if I am that in tune with them, like I'm, I have, have no reason to think about someone else. Mm-hmm. And I, if I'm not feeling you, if we're not connecting, then I'm not really interested. And that goes with my wife. Like, I'm like, I'm not feeling you. So mm, like not mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when we do have sex, it's like, when we are, it's, it's, it's connection. It's really, it's a spiritual connection. And I am focused on my partner and I'm in tune to what their needs are, in tune to my needs. And yeah, no one else comes has ever come across my mind. And I feel like if I got to that point, I wouldn't want to be with you anyway. If I feel like I need to think about somebody else, yeah, I probably wouldn't. Like, uh, maybe, you know, 
not for me, but I've had friends who told me that that's what they have to do with their partners. They're like, yeah, mm. I had to go somewhere else. And I was like, really? Like, it's like, well, their partner's good on every other aspect of life. They're just, you know, <laughs> they might be the best in that aspect. So they go somewhere else. <laughs> so it's you- like, I mean, I guess it's whatever works for you. Yeah, I, I think it's whatever works for you. But like, what do you think? And then I'm going to give y'all my opinion. Well, I have in the past fantasized about someone else in the midst of having sex. And I never thought of it as, well, they're not doing the right thing. But I don't know. Maybe I was reading something because I'm an avid reader. So, you know, maybe I was in the midst of reading something else. And in my mind, I started fantasizing about the moment in the book or the movie I was watching. And I don't know, maybe somebody else came (laughs) into vision at that time. (laughs) There might have been someone that I might have. (laughs) But I think further back, yeah, I think it might have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. I don't think it's anything wrong with it, right? I feel like it can enhance what you have going on in that moment. I've had explosive sex with people, right? So sometimes in the past, I have thought about another person that I've had sex with. If I'm just, you know, sometimes you just got to get amped up. Sometimes you're mm-hmm. not like, I always tell women, which we'll talk about another time. It takes at least 20 minutes, right? For a woman mm-hmm. to become fully aroused. 15 to 20 minutes. Most of the times for a woman to come, become fully aroused. That can be, if you do it throughout the day, it's not, you know, you can like be sending text messages, mm-hmm. text messages, talking, wearing something sexy, whatever. So by the time you're there, you're not having to do a long at the foreplay. But this is physiologically ready. So you mm-hmm. may not be all the way ready when this person enters you, goes down on you or whatever. So to get those juices flowing a little bit more, maybe <laughs> fantasizing about somebody else helps. Right. <laughs> it's not you see it like anything. Do you see it kind of like as a role play thing, but kind of inside yeah. your mind a little bit? That sounds sexy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes. Because yes. some people do have to become somebody else, right? Mm, yeah. That's one of the reasons why I do my shows, mm. like my burlesque shows, is to help mm. women become more confident in expressing their full sexual being by just being themselves, right? Mm-hmm. No alcohol, mm-hmm. not even role play, not even a different name. It's just like me, I don't need nothing to be a sexual being, right? It's just mm-hmm. sexual. It's just what I. Damn, right? But mm-hmm. some people need something. And it, right. if it takes fantasizing about a past lover or fantasizing about what you read in the book or what you seen on this porno, I don't feel like it's anything actually wrong with that until mm-hmm. you build up that confidence enough to know that you have the right to express yourself how you want to express yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Preach. <laughs> That's true. So I can say for me, when I was still dating like when I was married to my children's father, I've always oh. knew that I was a lesbian. But of course, you know, we I all went know through. Was a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I didn't even know. Hey, family. Hey, girl. <laughs> and so, you know, when I was realizing who I was. Mm-hmm. And coming more into myself, being more comfortable, like you said, in my sexuality, my sensuality. Mm-hmm. I then started thinking about women when mm-hmm. he would go down on me because yeah. that was, wow. for me, what I knew I wanted. 
Of course, I wasn't mm. imagining him a woman, like, right? Yes. yes but yes. I would more so think about that. And, you know, we, I finally moved it on and went on about the who I am today. You know, mm. it's been, oh God, 25 years. So it's been a wow, long time. Wow. Um, I had that experience. I can get, get where you're coming from because I've always mm-hmm. dated men up until I was like in my 20s. I had men and women, but mainly men. So, but it was just, I was sitting there one day having sex with this dude. And all I could think about is like, damn, I wish he had some titties. That I could just <laughs> <laughs> do this no more. I'm good. I'm done. Exactly. I'm good. I cheating per se. I feel like if it's a every time occurrence, like every time you're intimate with your partner, you have to think about someone. I definitely think that warrants a conversation. Mm-hmm. Or if it's like an every time type thing versus, you know, like a sporadic, like, you know, let me just go somewhere else, you know? But I mean, I don't see it as cheating per se, but I could see how your partner wouldn't like that. <laughs> but I definitely think it's, yeah, it warrants a conversation, but not necessarily cheating. I do not see it as cheating as all. Look, this is in my head. My eyes are closed. Nobody knows what's going on up in there but me, right? Uh, Unless I decide to share that information. But no, I don't see it as cheating. And like you said, it's a way of, you know, bringing more out of me. You know, you, like you said, you go up there and you getting it in and you thinking you're doing something. Well, you are. Right. We are in the midst of this is hot and heavy. And but I'm using my imagination or whatever it is that's feeding me in that direction at that time. Mm-hmm. But I don't see it as cheating. So this is I'm just going to read y'all this. It says having sexual fantasies of someone other than your long term partner is completely natural. Erotic fantasies are often pleasant daydreams. <laughs> they can be used <laughs> to explore one's creative side act upon sexual desires we have difficulty acting out in real life mm-hmm. i think i agree with that i definitely don't feel mm-hmm. like it's a form of cheating i do feel it's natural and we can't police what's in somebody's mind anyway. right right like, you have the right to think about what you want to think about long mm-hmm. as you're not acting on those things outside of our sex life together Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's anything wrong. Like not as long as you're not going out trying to find those things with somebody else. <laughs> but if I do feel like this, this is my sex advice of the day. I'll give it to y'all early. I feel like if you have fantasies about another lover and about something that they're doing in the bedroom or they've done to you in the bedroom and you haven't even had chances to explore that with your current lover, talk about it. Talk mm-hmm. to your lover about, hey, you know, I've had this done before, or this is something I was thinking I would like to do, and I want you to explore that with me. Right. And I know that it can be hard to bring up those fantasies or those thoughts, but I feel like it's a necessary part of the relationship because it's no need to wonder about those things or think about those things 
if you're not willing to at least try to explore those things with your partner. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You, communication. Be even better. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Communication is key. Communication actually helps prevent cheating. Mm-hmm. From mm-hmm. Because then if you just talk to your loved one and say, hey, you know, I like my ass lick a little bit, you know, whatever. <laughs> then your lover may be like, oh, yeah, I like to toss some salad. Mm-hmm. I like a little booty hole. I didn't even know that. Exactly. So let them know. Tell them. Explore those things with your partner. <laughs> The best way to explore those things, because everybody don't, don't know how to say that. Just say, baby, can you lick my ass? Don't, don't nobody know how to say that, right? A lot of people don't. So the best way to do it is to play like a 20-question sex game. You know, mm-hmm. make up, you each come up with your own questions. And maybe one of the questions is, well, what is your ultimate sexual fantasy? And then y'all both have a chance to talk about your sexual fantasy with each other. And no one is in the hot seat. No one, you know, feels pointed out. And and then hopefully y'all can talk about exploring those things with each other. Now, I do want to also say that we can't expect everyone to want to do that, though. Mm -hmm. To do your, to participate in your fantasy. Yeah. Anyway, that was my little two cents for the day on that. Thank you for that. I was here for it. (laughs) Yes. You're welcome. So my last question in reference to this, what if you're fantasizing and you actually call out the person's name? Mm-hmm. I mean, because it takes it from in, inside your head. That's your thought. Those thoughts are yours. They belong to you. Nobody has mm-hmm. to know about your thoughts, but you and God. Now, once you call out a name, <laughs> then it leaves it up for interpretation because I know I would feel some type of way if I'm thinking I'm doing the thing and then you call out someone else's name, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll feel some type of way. I'll be my feelings. (laughs) Feelings, it might be a fight. (laughs) Yeah. My heart would be hurt if somebody called, if my wife called out another woman's name Mm -hmm. while we're having sex. Mm -hmm. And we've done a lot of stuff. (laughs) I'm not even going to go into some of the things we've done. But I don't think I can get down with that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. You're not going to call me another woman's name. No, 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 no. Because it's like, what were you thinking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need we have more, we need more conversation now. Mm-hmm. Definitely. More conversation. We really got to get through this. We need to understand what's going on. But sometimes I think a lot of times it's just a slip of the tongue, right? Because mm-hmm. you may have been very sexually active with somebody before you meet a new person. Because it norm- normally happens in the beginning of a new relationship. Right, the beginning. Because yeah. you're so used to having sex with someone else. And it doesn't mean that you're thinking necessarily thinking about this person. It just means that you're just on autopilot. You're right, in a zone. Yeah, you in a zone and you just make sense. Maybe they hit that spot, <laughs> honey, and you were like, well, I remember that way. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, but yeah, I wouldn't like it. I yeah. wouldn't like. Now I ain't gonna divorce you over it, but I, no. you know, we're gonna definitely have a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, yes. yes. Have y'all ever called out someone else's name while having sex? No, no, I have never done that. I think that the worst I ever done is I started humming a song. 
that was like the TV. <laughs> the TV <laughs> was on. Oh my God. What was it? Oh my God. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> it was, it just so happened to be on the television and this, it's a good intro. So I was like, mm, 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 mm. and I was like, I had to catch myself. And they're like, were you just, <laughs> were you Fresh just Prince of Bel-Air? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I mean, it was on the TV, you know, like, I don't know. That's probably like the worst. That's <laughs> I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I don't think I've ever been, been that bad before. Lord knows. That's funny. <laughs> okay. I feel like we had a great topic tonight. Do y'all have anything else you want to say before we wrap up this show? I would say that if you have fantasies, like Mika said, make sure you discuss it with your partner. and. Be vocal about it, you know, because mm-hmm. those fantasies in your head can automatically turn into something beautiful between the two of you if you're willing mm-hmm. to communicate that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Agreed. Um, yeah, like if and if you're fantasizing about something, like how you were talking saying you were fantasizing about boobs, also <laughs> have that intimate conversation with yourself as to like why are you having these fantasies? What is it about it? Because it could be like it's a sexuality change or you're like, oh, I'm actually into something else. Um, like you were saying um before. Mm-hmm. So have that conversation and that intimate conversation with yourself as well. I agree. I agree. Yes. Okay. Well, I hope that you all enjoy our show for tonight. This has been another episode of Sex and Sensuality, the podcast where we speak what your dirty mind thinks. And I hope that you all join us next week. We are here every Monday night at 9 p.m. And then start looking forward to seeing us on a live so we can discuss the show with you guys because we want to hear your thoughts. And we can't wait to hear your thoughts, especially about this topic tonight. I hope you all have a good night. Night. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Sex and Sensuality, the podcast.